please review the safety instructions card located in the seat pocket in front of you. It explains the safety features of this aircraft. There I go again. As usual, my body's tense. I've never liked flying, but I tell myself that everything will be fine. Soon, I will be landing and I will message my loved ones that everything went smoothly. I distract myself in reading a book. If it is a long flight, I will play every game they have on the flight entertainment and watch as many movies possible. But suddenly, it starts to shake and rumble. First only a bit, but then it gets intenser. The oxygen masks fall out. I pull it over my face, look over to my neighbor, panic in those unknown eyes. I look outside and I see the wing of the airplane on fire. The shaking gets worse. I close my eyes, my hands clenching to the armrest. As usual, I start my inner dialogue. No, 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 I can't die. I can't die yet, this is not my time to go. I will live, I will live. I think of all my loved ones. I will see you soon, and when I see you, I will kiss you, I will hug you, I will not let go of you. It's hard to focus on anything else than on the devastating sound of roaring engines, some people screaming, others in dark silence. But I try to fall into a state of a strong will to live, and again hearing my dialogue, I will live. I will survive this. And then we crash. Blackout. Suddenly, I feel it. Life. Yeah, I feel life. Everything hurts. I open my eyes. There is smoke everywhere. Fires are burning. The air stinks. But I'm alive. This time, we have crashed in a forest. Sometimes it's a town, a desert, you name it. I've crashed everywhere. What comes next is one of the most incredible feelings I know. The feeling of getting your life back one more time. You thought you would die, but you survive. And everything you love, everything you like, you can continue doing it. I'm alive. I still have my life. Joy and gratefulness come over me. It's an overwhelming feeling. I am here. I am here. I fall on my knees. I dig my fingers into the dirt as hard as I can. I need to feel that this is real and it is. I'm here. I can still do what I love. I can continue to explore everything. Oh God, I can feel. I can fucking feel this. I shake my head in disbelief. I cannot believe that I have survived another plane crash. Remembering the other crashes, I look up. I look around myself. And that's when our shock hits me. Now I see them lying on the floor. I'm devastated. 
also the plane in a hundred pieces all over the place. I try to find someone who's still alive, but there is no one. Nobody has survived, just me. And now there is this feeling covering me like a dark cloud. Guilt. Please, I can't be the only one. Don't let me be the only one. But then I can't help it. Joy pushes through the cloud. I'm alive. Oh God, I'm alive. And here comes the ballet of guilt and happiness. I think of all the families who will be suffering from their losses. But my family will be joyful. I'm happy for us, but so sad for the others. I'm jumping from joy to sadness, from guilt to happiness, from sorrow to relief, from gratefulness to shame. I cry tears for the dead and I cry tears of relief to have my life back. Hi, I'm Anna, also called the Time Expert. For decades, a few times a year, I've had this dream. Even though the crashing part and the anxiety I experience are horrible, I wake up with the most profound contentment. And the dream is not just a metaphor, this is my life. I experience a near-death experience. I have been working with cancer patients, and I have lost friends. Death has always taught me to live. I'm in love with life, even in difficult times, and that's a huge advantage. Today I would like to share a few thoughts on having the right to be happy during a pandemic and being happy in general. Once As a teenager, I was in a group with other people and I remember that they weren't happy. But I was. But I did not want to stand out. And I almost felt guilty about feeling good. So it was easier to say, yeah, it's so shitty right now. A few days ago, I heard for the second time this week, someone saying, almost whispering into my ear, just between us, but I'm, I'm doing great. But one cannot say so during a pandemic, can we? Yes, yes we can and we should. If you are happy right now, remind others that it is still possible to feel good. Life is too short to feel guilty about feeling good. I read one phrase that changed everything. Misery serves no one, but happiness can. And I feel that many people right now are longing for the good vibes. Is to be alive good enough for the good vibes? Do you know why I am okay with my extreme plane crash nightmare? Because this intense awareness of being alive is one of the best perceptions I know. It's so hard to describe, but take every joyful emotion you know, fill them into bottles and drink them all. Pure happiness, thankfulness, 
Oh, this joy to be alive, it's, it's just one of the best feelings I know every single day. And I know that there are many people out there, they don't think like that. They don't see life as a gift. They struggle. And I feel with them. And I hope they can see one thing today that makes them happy. Just one thing to remind them that the bright side is still around. Now what I wonder is this. Do we have to survive cancer? Do we have to experience a near-death experience? Do we have to survive an accident to understand that this life here is a one-way opportunity? Maybe we need to face death to get this philosophy of life that we should celebrate it, embrace it, take it all, suck it all in. When I was 24 years old, I told myself I don't want a diagnose to realize that life is happening now. I don't need a diagnose to live the life I want to live. I don't want a diagnose to understand that what I had before was good enough. Today, many years later, I am less afraid of diagnosis. For most of us, eventually, we will get one, which does not need to be bad. That's what I have learned in the meantime. I know that a diagnosis can be an indicator, a sign, or even as someone once said, my diagnosis was the best thing that happened to me, a good wake-up call. She's fine today, rocks life, and the reason for her happiness as she told me, is thanks to a second chance. To be reminded of that having a life is quite good enough. Apropos happy, I'm very used to get remarks on my happy being. Like, yeah, but you're like happy all the time. And, you know, when I was younger, this confused me extremely. I did not know how to react. It felt as if I had to feel guilty for my happy state. And still, still I get to hear, yeah, but it's easy for you, Anna. <laughs> uh, no, no, not always. I mean, I don't need to count everything which isn't easy for me, but let's take my business. My business went down the drains last year. I've lost everything I had built up in my speaking business. It's not always easy for me, but I try to take it easy. I'm not the first and only one who had to rebuild a business. If we look at other stuff happening in the world, I would say it's peanuts, really. And I still have my mind to brainstorm. I have still a heart that beats for what I do. So yeah... Even in difficult times, I don't lose my choix de vivre, nor my endless curiosity in exploring life. So what is it that makes me look at the bright side of life, to see the beauty rather than the misery? It's my life philosophy, which helps me in every single way. And one part of this life philosophy is the understanding that my luck does not depend on circumstances coming from the outside. If I say I'm happy as long as I can go to a restaurant, I will not be satisfied right now. I'm happy as long as I can go and do whatever I want to, 
where frustration will be standing in front of my door. Now take the plane crash dream. That's how I look at life. I'm, I'm happy as long as I wake up in the morning and I get another day. Yeah, yeah, you could say, I'm happy as long as I am alive. With other words, I don't take life for granted. And thanks to my life philosophy, I'm all right with change. And I have taken risks and they never killed me. Often they got me into new paths, often more exciting, sometimes even better. And another break in my life philosophy that has supported me since I have been a kid is this. I have always tried to understand. Understand other people. Understand different concepts. Understand different opinions. And still today I try not to judge but to understand. And I don't always succeed. But I have noticed that Trying to understand things or others keeps an open mind. And an open mind can lead to acceptance. But that's another story. My dear ones out there, no matter if you're happy, angry, sad, worried, stressed, lonely, troubled, confused or content, it's okay to feel that way because every emotion is a reminder that you are still alive. Today I'm still alive. I can continue to thrive. Or maybe just be there and always be aware that this is it. It's all I need. Take care. Until next week. Bye-bye. And by the way... In 2018, I stood on the stage of the National Theatre of Sofia in Bulgaria and gave nervously my TEDx speech about creating moments. Almost a thousand people were sitting in front of me and yes, it was a moment. I cannot recreate this, but almost. I thought giving this speech via Zoom to all my members on the 18th of February and I think that would be something. Now, if you want to join, just go to my members club on my homepage, annajelan.com, and register to become a member. It would be a blast to see you there. And now, until next week, in your ear, bye-bye.